0: Speed has arranged matters so that he and Jimmy can fly down to the Big Bend country to see that Mrs. Croft gets a square deal from Rip Bender. Flash Lewis is going along to look after the ship and do some hunting. When first told that Jimmy and Speed were flying down, Bender didn't like the idea, but he suddenly changed his tune and even assisted the boys in laying out their course. It is early the following morning, and the boys are preparing to take off. Hi there, Flash. Flash. Well, are we all set? Well, everything's hotsy-totsy, Speed. I got all our stuff packed away in the luggage compartment, and I got tools enough to along to rebuild a motor. Our great Scott Flash with all that stuff and our tank's plump full of gas. I doubt if this crate'll leave the ground. Well, it may take a couple of hundred extra feet to get off Speed, but I'd rather have all this stuff and be on the safe side. Well, what about all that weight back in the luggage compartment? Won't she be too tail-heavy? Well, perhaps she might speed, but I think you can stabilize well, it'll be all right anyway, because I'm gonna have young Jimmy do the flying from the rear seat. You and I are pretty heavy, and i being up in that front front cockpit ought to balance the ship okay. Hey, wait a minute. What's that? Ah, come out of it, Flash. Jimmy's okay. Well, Flash, I'll say one thing. Midwestern aircraft sure rented us a swell little bus for this trip. I was afraid they'd give us some old broken down crate that had about 2,000 hours on it. Well, they would have, but things were a little different when they found out I was going along. Oh, so you're the one that picked the ship out? Well, it wasn't my grandfather, I can tell you that. Hey, that looks like a radio aerial. Nothing different. This boss is both a sending and a receiving set. Well, that's great. I want Jimmy to get a little practice in blind flying on this trip. Do me a favor, will you, Speed? Uh, sure, Flash, what is it? Wait till we get to wherever we're going before Jimmy does his blind flying. I'll be doing a little hunting then. Ah, yeah, we'll see, Flash. Ah, uh, here's a young scamp right now. Hi, Flash. Hello, Speed. Hi, Jimmy. You all set, Jimmy? we got to be getting off if we're going to get down there by dark. By the way, I forgot to ask you, Flash. What'll this ship do? I've never flown one like it before. Oh, it ain't so fast. You ought to cruise at 180, though, Speed. That won't be too hard on the engine, either. Fine. Did you hear that, Jimmy? Yes, I did, Speed, but I don't see... I'm going to have you do the flying from the rear cockpit, kid. You know what compass course to fly, do you, after you get off the field? Well, yes, I do, Speed. It's 210 degrees, and I've got the distances marked for every 30 miles. Flash just told me this bus cruises about 180 miles an hour at 1950 RPMs, so I'll know what railroads, towns, and rivers I ought to hit or pass every 10 minutes. That's the stuff, Jim. After you get through with this trip, you ought to be able to navigate any kind of a course. Well, come on, let's hop in. What about blocks, Flash? Well, we don't need it on speed. This bus has got brakes. Well, in we go. There, yeah, now start it up, Jimmy. Okay. Have you run up this engine this morning, Flash? Yeah, I warmed it up a little haul ago. All right, now, Jimmy, set your brakes, rev the engine up, see that it's hitting on both mags, and if it is, take her off. Right on speed. up 1975. Okay, kid. And the field and air's clear. Let's go. And while you're at it, you might as well use all the field, Jimmy. Okay, Flash. Well everything's clear. Here we go. swell. Right we're just about out of runway. Hey, this baby sure is tail heavy. I have to keep my stick right away forward. I forgot to tell you, Jim, this ship has an adjustable horizontal stabilizer. It's worked by that little notch lever down at your left side. Pushing it forward makes the ship nose heavy. Oh, I see it. Yeah. There we are. Hey, you're right. It is better. You'll have to set that stabilizer lever again, Jimmy. When we get up to the altitude, we want to fly. Okay, speed. By the way, what altitude ought we to fly at? I got clearance at 5,000 feet, Jim. you better stick pretty close to that altitude, too. Right. Well, what about the wind, Jimmy? Did you get any kind of a weather report? Oh, well, you bet I did, Speed. I went over to the tower and got the last one on. I've got it right here on a paper. It's clear here in Kansas City, but there's a cloud bank just ahead. The best altitude would be right at 5,000 feet. We'd have a 15-mile tailwind there. Okay, climb on up there, then. Are you on your course now? I'm hitting 210 degrees right on the nose, Speed. Say, hey, I don't think I like the idea of going up to 5,000 feet. We're almost in the bottom of those clouds now, and we're not yet to 3,000. What about that, Jimmy? Oh, according to the weather report, Speed, this layer of clouds is only about 1,000 feet thick. If we climbed up through them, we ought to come out on top at about four or 5,000. Nothing doing. Suppose when we start to come down again, the clouds have dropped down on the ground. Ah, come on, snap out of it. What do you suppose radio is for? The CAA broadcasts weather reports every half hour. Say, have you got that new helmet, Jimmy, with the earphones in it? You bet I have, Steve. I've got the radio switched on now. We should get a weather report from the operator at Kansas City in about, oh, I guess, ten minutes. Okay, well, here we are now in the bottom of these clouds. Keep on climbing, Jim. You might as well do a little instrument flying right now. Keep the ship at a steady, normal climb. Watch your compass and your bank and turn indicator, and you won't have any trouble at all. Oh, boy, it's sure cold in here and rough, too. I don't believe I like this cloud business. Well, you better get used to it, Flash, if you're going to do much flying these days. Everybody flies in clouds. That must be Higley over there to the right. Hey, just a second, Jimmy. Let me look at his map. Yeah, I believe you're right. Yeah, how's was asked for a job of navigating Flash? Most of it over the clouds, too. Uh, it was all right, I guess. But when I don't see the ground for a long stretch, I get kind of homesick. Yeah, we came out just for the last radio weather report that Jimmy received said we would, didn't we? Yeah, uh, I guess so. We're about 20 minutes ahead of schedule, Steve you suppose we can make the next stop without gassing up here? Ah, uh, we might, Jimmy, but it's, it's not wise to take a chance. We might run into a headwind or something. Besides, I could do with a sandwich and a cup of coffee. I guess Flash can, too. Boy, I'll say I can. Three hours in this pair's seat has got me tied up in a knot. I'd like to stretch my legs a bit. Okay, then. I'll throttle her down. That's not a very big field down there now, Jimmy. Which way are you going to land? Well, Speed, from the looks of that windsock, there doesn't seem to be any wind blowing at all. That east-west section of the field is the longest, so I guess I'll land her there. Okay, that's using your old head. And say, don't use your brakes unless you have to. Yeah, I don't want to find myself hanging from my safety belt. Don't worry about that, Flash. I won't nose the ship over. If I should have to use the brakes, I'll put them on very gently. Well, here we are. A darn nice landing, Jim, and exactly in the right spot, too. All right, taxi on up to that hangar and filling station in the corner of the field. Okay, Steve. This place seems deserted. Now there's a fella coming out of that filling station. It don't look to me like many ships land here. Hi there, boys. You want some gas? Yes, we do actually up to this pump over here. That's the one with aviation gas. Okay. There we are. Not bad. Just right. Okay, cut your switches, Jim. Let's get out of here. Hey, fella, you got a sandwich and a cup of coffee here? Yeah, right in that filling station there. Are you the guys Rip Bender said would we'll be through today? Yeah, I guess so. He knew we were coming down. Did he stop here? Yeah, he stopped here for gas yesterday afternoon. Shall I fill up your tanks? Yeah, and check the oil too. Right. Well, come on, let's get on the outside of a sandwich and some coffee. Okay, Flash. Come on, Jim. Speed, Speed, come here. Okay, Jim, what's up? Well, you know, I finished eating before you and Flash, and I came out to look around a while. Hey, look at this window of the hangar here. See it? Uh, sure, Jimmy. What of it? Well, look inside. Uh, great Scott. I believe that's the AT-11 we caught Biffer A's and the gangsters in the other day. That's what I thought, too, Speed. I tried to get in the hangar, but the door's locked. That mechanic saw me trying to get in and bawled me out. I asked him who the ship belonged to, and he said he didn't know anything about it. Huh. I don't like the looks of this Okay, here's what we'll do After we're in the air and settle on our course You radio Kansas City and have the operator there Report this to a government agent Okay, Speed Are we all ready to go? All set Now well, here's Flash Come on in, let's jump in and be off Well, what's the rush? I'd like to enjoy this cigar I can't tell you that now, Flash But we've got to get going right away Okay All set up front? Okay Let her rip Hey, this engine's missing speed. The tachometer keeps jumping back and forth. Yeah, I hear it, Jim, and I can't understand it. What do you suppose the trouble, Flash? Durned if I know, it might be almost anything. It's getting worse, Speed. And there's only one thing to do, Jim. Pick out the best field you can see and set down in it. Again, the boys have run onto the trail of Biffer, Ace, and the air gangsters. And it looks very much as though they're not going to make the Diamond A Ranch by dark. Don't miss the next thrilling episode of The Air Adventures of Jimmy Allen.